episode number 63 of the Power 5 podcast. On this episode, we will be drafting our top five Masters contenders. My name is Kevin, and joining us on this episode is Christian and Colin. And filling in yet again for Brant, we've got Mr. Todd Lawless. Gentlemen, welcome to Masters Week. Podfather, Todd Father, how's it going? CG. I want a cool nickname. CG, CW, that's all we got. What's yeah. happening? Look, we, we got the Todd father back in the building. I tell you what, Todd, you look like you could uh, star in the next G.I. Joe movie. What do you say? I think you need to keep G.I. Joe out your mouth. <laughs> okay, Todd, Todd, I'll back down. <laughs> hey, Brad Cooper, Denzel Washington, come to my aid. But still, I like the shiny dome. You know, it kind of reminds me of my own dome because it's like creeping back. It just needs to become Todd. If I do this, do I kind of look like Todd? dude go for it go for you it gotta the do. best thing you've ever done i gotta do the ben bowler right hey speaking of your hair you know you you sent something out on the text thread today you said that you finally have found someone that would like to take a punch from tyson over a, a kick from mcgregor i did so shout out to old crow clemson uh my barber joel jackson the famous joel jackson and his two other barbers in the shop both all three of them actually said that they would rather take the shot in the face from Mike in his prime rather than the kick. And they were like, yeah, because I mean, the kick, you know, like is the kick guaranteed to hit? And I was like, well, you know, we tossed around, maybe he misses like the major bones in your face, but like the Tyson hit is straight on. And they're like, no, definitely the Tyson. So Kevin, you're not alone, even though I still question my choices. I don't understand that logic. (laughs) Yeah, that makes sense. Not, Tyson's not missing. Well, no, and let's just say Connor doesn't miss. I've watched every Connor fight since he's been out, and he's always going to go down hurt or get knocked down in about like 50 seconds. So, you know, but that's not it. You're going to stand there and you're going to take the straight shot. In, in my mind, taking the shot, you're usually taking it to the side of the face. And so, you know, you're going to get that whip. And I think people are afraid of like the foot crack to the bone of the like, the cheek and in my mind like i'll take that over the tyson the blow i mean you said that gif you sent earlier dude kevin like i felt that in my plums that uppercut was was vicious (laughs) and i think i can't do that i think my whole i guess my whole reasoning with this is that a bare foot is going to be harder at least on contact like right like skin to skin over a glove to to my face, but that gift proves otherwise. You know, <laughs> well, right, the uppercut um, coming from underneath. You know, I mean, that glove's I, not a pillow, Kevin. Hey, well, maybe it's just guys with good hair, right? I mean, you got three barbers, you got me, got to be, and maybe it's just uh, maybe we're scared that the foot's gonna mess up the hair somehow. That's right. That's right. Know. That's got to be it. Got to be it. What would Randy – does Randy weigh in on this? No, he hasn't yet. Hey, you know what, though? Randy did – I forgot to mention this to you, Colin. Last week, he got a special spoon that came in a box of cereal that you can, you know, just eat your cereal with, but it's also got a straw as the handle on the spoon. He wanted me to let you know oh, about wow. that. Yeah, well, Debbie I mean, would not approve. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen. listen well, I do have to say something, Kevin, though, before right, we move got? on. Remember the bald guys episode? Yes. Um, I just wanted to say, Todd Father, if we did that episode again tonight, you would be on my list for sure. Oh, I'm honored. 
Hey, yeah, Todd. That was a great episode, privilege. though. You had a good I, list. Todd did tweet and ask that if he got any royalties, and I said, yeah, he gets a penny per download. So he's got a, like 87 cents right now. Listen, we'll, we'll mail you that dollar. <laughs> well, Masters Week's always fun, right? I've never had the privilege of being able to go down there and walk the grounds of Augusta. I think, Christian, you have. Colin, I think you have. Todd, I don't know if you have. So we'll talk about that shortly. But, you know, something that I look forward to about as much as I look forward to just the golf action is the Chris Vernon, that's what's going on in Augusta, clips every day do y'all know what i'm talking about Is this Macho Man Randy Savage live from hey, hey, man, at the corner? <laughs> Matt Kucha, don't be tipping. <laughs> Do y'all know what I'm talking about? I've never heard that. Oh, no, I have no idea. I don't know listen, what's going on. Listen. <laughs> but Todd hey, loved it every minute of it. Colin, <laughs> Colin and Christian, take a look at the YouTube clip that I texted you guys not too long ago. It's fantastic. Chris Vernon, that's what's going on at Augusta. Do it. Well, if it's anything like your Macho Man impression, I will gladly. You know watch what? That. It is. It is a little bit like some some Macho Man. Yeah, I thought that's what it was. <laughs> or is that just your default voice now for everything? Like you, you don't right. have another voice. It's just it, Macho Man. It maybe that's Chris Vernon's default. Like that's what he was going right. for. Because it's pretty. It's pretty close, man. It well, is. listen, that sounds like a tradition unlike any other. So oh, uh, totally. I'll definitely do that. Kevin, I got to hit you with a story real quick. Colin and I have actually been to Augusta together. And oh. if Colin remembers this, this was 2019. So the I know where before, this is going. <laughs> the year before the world shut down and the, the Masters was in November. Crazy. You're the one Tiger. The year Tiger won it. This is the year Tiger won it. And we were there and we were literally – like following his girlfriend around, I remember. But the, here's the funny part. So, you know, it's every, and you might get to this, Kevin, but the weather is always terrible, Masters Week, right? Like it just normally, there's always a day where a big storm system comes through and it just like messes with the course and it changes the scores. Maybe not every year, but every year that I feel like I've been tuned in, that's that's happened, right? And so in 2019, big storm system is really nasty. We went to practice round on like what, a Tuesday or a Wednesday? I believe. And um, so like, it was literally so bad, like at 10 AM, the sirens went off and they kicked us out. Like we had only been in there for an hour long enough to spend a thousand dollars on like two polos and a koozie. And um, they kicked us back out to the cars at 10. And I think we were in our cars for for Colin's truck or something like two hours, probably like before we decided we could try to walk back in. And so imagine the slick grounds over there on Augusta national, right? So, so, paint yourself a picture here of the slick grounds your boy here is rocking some i mean 180 dollar adidas ultra boosts you know they're not cleats you know i didn't think i needed to wear cleats out here i'm sure dustin dt was probably rocking some steel cleats but i'm out here you know wearing the uh 
<laughs> the old ultra boost and uh we're walking i think my hands are filled like we had gone to the, the place to get drinks and food and i'm like double fisting like some drinks here <laughs> and we're walking i don't even know what hole it is and all of a sudden i go sliding down the hill butt first and i just keep on going i break my master's cups you know those little clear cups you get i mean the drinks fall they crack i'm sliding down the hill with no stop i mean there's nothing but pine needles and and mud on my boots here. And I'm literally in gray shorts. And so now they are brown shorts and I am soaking wet, covered in mud. And I literally have to Zach Morris, my Patagonia jacket around my waist the rest of the day. And so every picture from the rest of the day is me with something tied around my waist and I'm, <laughs> I'm soaked. I'm covered. I want to go home. Like I am the master of like, I guess, clumsiness but to be at the masters and what was funny was i mean i was embarrassed these guys were laughing but later in the day i would watch people lose it and i would die like they would just slip out of yeah he wasn't the only guy i wasn't the only one but my show was pretty impressive and the fact that i was covered i'm talking disgusting and i was like there's nothing i can do i mean i'm not walking back to the pro shop i'm not walking back to the truck i'm gonna live this day out of augusta covered in dirt mud grass and pretty much embarrassment but that's my master story <laughs> that is fantastic Colin, did you get a pov of that did you see it like i did you know? i was about three steps behind you <laughs> glad i could uh, he beat the tag the he did beat the tag <laughs> i remember think, that's what you were saying <laughs> i think i remember you telling a story about this was this the same year was it it wasn't charles schwartzel who was it that that fell and he had white pants on. He was playing. Oh. <laughs> and I mean, yeah, his, that was his, after that, but that was classic. Yeah. His white pants just turned to black pants. I mean, it looked like, you yeah, know, he, that he was my comparison story. Yeah. Dropped the totally deuce right did. in there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Good times, though. Good times in Augusta. Worth the price of admission for sure. Todd, have you been to Augusta? I did go to Augusta one time. I went down. Uh, it was the year before I moved out to Memphis to go to grad school. Uh, and went there to pick up some crappy furniture. I never got to go to the golf tournament though, and so somebody somebody gave us some crappy furniture. Still counts. Still counts. You were in Augusta. Yeah, that's right. I was there. <laughs> that's right. Well, you did answer the question. Yeah, you've been. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Can I tell you a funny Masters ish story? So uh, DJ Enzyme, another guy who was on the pod, him and I were part of a fraternity. We were called Pi New Sig. It was at our our workplace, so it was not a real fraternity but we literally went to a goodwill and bought a green jacket a green sport coat and so every year around the master's time we would do sort of a bracket you know master's pick them contest uh, for the guys at our workplace we literally got our greek letters our fake greek letters stitched into this jacket i still have a picture and i can i'm going to post it out on social media tag dj enzyme but literally if whoever one so this is actually bragging rights if you won the tournament at the next meeting i'm talking with physicians executives you would have to wear the green jacket as your sport coat with your shirt and tie to the meeting so we would show up <laughs> and people would get a kick out of it some people liked it some people got offended that we weren't inviting like ladies oh and there's a picture of me with the jacket tied around my waist <laughs> 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 to add to the embarrassment there so yeah you know no shame and uh, shout out to DJ Enzyme. I'll post that picture of our green jacket. But the Masters lives in our lives here in many different ways. Colin, has Cornerstone been able to become a member at Augusta yet? We're not quite there yet. 
All right. My hey, how boy. many how many hailstorms are you away? We're shooting for Green Valley first. Okay. All right. Green <laughs> there Valley. Go. There we go. Hey, listen, little little nugget here about the 2019 Masters champion Tiger Woods. 20 the 2020 champions dinner. Anybody got an idea on what Tiger served as as his meal at the 2020 champions dinner? I'm gonna read it right off the uh <laughs> what did you say? Regret. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Hey, we had we had the Augusta sushi roll of tempura, tempura shrimp, spicy tuna, avocado, eel sauce, tempura flakes, pickled ginger, wasabi, and soy sauce. That was the appetizer. The main course was primed steak and chicken fajitas, grilled veggies, refried beans, Mexican rice, pico de gallo, sour cream, guacamole, flour tortillas, and a trio of desserts comprising of classic flan churros with chocolate sauce and sopapillas. So papillas, however you say. Wait, it. what? That this was, was his one champions meal? dinner. Yeah, that was that was <laughs> Did one his meal. Shorts look like mine, dude. How about <laughs> that? Though? Like you start off with a sushi roll as your appetizer, and then go to fajitas. That's an interesting combo. That's like Mexican. Yeah. <laughs> Is that That's a word? Right. <laughs> Is that culturally appropriate? I don't know. I don't know, man. I mean, I guess it's Am right. I? It's uh blended uh blended fusion. cuisines fusion there we go that's what, that's what I'm sounds like it's right up Collins alley <laughs> yeah <laughs> with a dab of vanilla ice cream and a plain cheeseburger on the side hey they did it did say mexican rice colin mexican rice you a fan i'll eat any kind of rice i'm a rice connoisseur what's your favorite though top three pilaf, real quick. pilaf. pilaf. mexican pilaf. rice if you go to like a los amigos or something do you want that corn those little corn uh niblets or whatever you call them in your rice i don't mind the corn i would prefer the little chopped up egg like at a japanese mm. restaurant well that's not so mexican fried rice, rice guy yeah, yeah but i mean I'm talking <laughs> can i get the good. fried rice on my tortilla please thank you hey, what oh, about, that's freaking what fusion about, right what there a, what about a little diced onion <laughs> in that mexican rice you want that diced onion I don't mind it. I mean, what about dirty it. rice? Do you call it dirty rice when you're talking dirty to it? <laughs> Is this like the Bojangles rice? Yeah. Oh, I, don't, I don't love the Bojangles rice. Well, that's because they dropped the pan on the floor. They called it dirty rice and put it back <laughs> in, you know? <laughs> Oh man! Hey, Tiger has not announced that he's not playing yet. I mean, what are what are our what are our odds of Tiger actually going out and at least playing a couple holes before he decides that he wants to retire due to injuries or not feeling good? I think well, the fact yeah. that you know, if he knew he wasn't going to play, I feel like he would have already got it out of the way. I think that the longer it kind of lingers, the more possibility there is that he's going to play. Six days is what he what he waited until to make the announcement prior to whichever other tournaments he had, he had in place. So, I mean, we're we're approaching that mark. Does he make a list tonight? I don't feel else. I don't feel confident drafting Tiger. Uh, <laughs> I'm not with. Comes out wins it. <laughs> I, listen, if he does that, man, That's the all. world the world's going to be fired up about that. Yeah, I mean, in a good way. I mean, it's going to be fantastic drama hey let me share this story that i found today on golf digest okay and it's about tiger i'm gonna make this pretty quick but 
Um, going back to 1997, right? Tiger won the Masters long, long time ago. That's crazy, 25 years ago. So the week before the Masters, he's in Florida and he's playing a, a round of golf with Marco Mira. Y'all remember that name, Marco Mira? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so he's playing with Marco Mira and they tee off on the 10th hole. Long story short, he ends up, I don't know, birdie in like eight holes in a row, something like that. Um, has an opportunity to continue going low, ends up shooting a 59, okay? It's the only time Tiger has ever shot a 59 in his entire career, all right? Shot 60. Or excuse me, I don't think he shot 60 in a, in a regular term. I think he shot 61 several times. I could have those numbers confused. But anyways, the only time he's ever shot a 59 was in this round the week prior to winning the Masters tournament. Anyways, Marco Mira – they decide to play again the very next day. Tee off on 10 again. Tiger birdies number 10 to start it out. Aces number 11. Okay, jars it. I don't know. I think I think they said it was like an eight iron from 180 yards. Just throws it right in there. Marco Mira apparently takes out a $100 bill, leaves it on the cart, says, I'm done. I'm not playing with you anymore, and walks off. He says, I'll see you on the range after you finish. Naturally, Tiger goes on the next week, wins the, wins the Masters tournament, and that was all she wrote. But that's the 59 that nobody has ever heard of before. How about that? That's impressive. <laughs> 59. I mean, that sounds like my front nine. Fifth, yeah. Colin, I mean, a what was day. your was that your front at the Barstool Invitational here a couple weeks ago? You want to? Uh, I was flirting with it. I was flirting with it. I don't think I quite got there, but I was close. Man, listen, Kevin, I got a question for you. I know that we like to play these hypothetical questions, so this this might be a little difficult to answer, but it's two part. Okay, All right. like what is the maximum amount you would pay to go to the masters? And what does that scenario have to be in terms of what day is it? What's the, the leaderboard like, like, give me some of those requirements for that price. Ooh, I like that. All right. So I'll start with a practice round ticket, practice round ticket, 250 bucks. Okay. All right. I mean, that's uh, I just need one. I don't need every day. I'm just curious, like, what the most amount you would pay. But you can break it up in a practice round and then a tournament round. All right. What practice. would you pay for, like, a Friday or, like, a Sunday? Oh, man, you know, since that – it's never been posed to me before, like, that nobody's ever said, hey, man, I got a ticket here. You know, you want to go. I think it would be just be in the moment. I think that I would ultimately end up paying a little bit higher than what I would say I would just because I would be so, like, jack yeah. up about over it, under know? 500 uh man that's a good line to set i don't know not much more than 500 that's that would be tough like a one-time deal maybe maybe 500 because you're having to remember while the food is cheap like you can get a dollar barbecue sandwich yeah. these amazing little peach ice cream sandwiches like you could eat everything twice for under 15 to 20 dollars but in the the pro shop oh yeah moon pies in the pro shop buddy if you walk out of there under three four hundred dollars it's because you only got a t-shirt i'm not spending 125 (laughs) dollars on a peter millar polo i just don't think i could do that dt does it every week man i don't think i could do it (laughs) todd what you what you got man you got a little little price or anything come to mind and i don't know uh 
it'd be hard. You know, I spent a lot of money on football and other things. And so golf's not like up at the top of my list, but it could, definitely couldn't be above 500. But probably, probably couldn't even go that high. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you something else that would dictate the price. It would, it would be, I guess the crew that I would be going with, right? Like if it right. was just me by myself, I'm not throwing out a huge chunk of change, but if I got some buddies that would be, you know, have a good time to, to go down there for a day, that, that price would go up a little bit. If ever, which, you know, I could hear it right now. Hey, come on. We, Colin, you know how it is. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. somehow or another, you're laid up in a hospital bed telling us, no, I'm not going to Boston. I'm not, I don't need a plane ticket. I don't need a Pearl Jam ticket. And somehow you find your way on that plane in Fenway Park watching Pearl Jam. <laughs> Listen, Kevin, well, speaking not of. like that that was for any reason other than y'all just blatantly disregarding my wishes while I'm on my deathbed. Your last wishes? <laughs> Colin, what would be your last meal? Let's say you're on death row because you conv- you're convicted of a terrible crime. Sort of like Tiger's final meal. What would be yours? My last meal? <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm probably going fried chicken. Um, my grandmother's fried squash oh wow Frosh. my mother-in-law's fried okra and my wow. mother's cream corn so that's going to be hard you know most guys on death row are like i'll take a taco bell taco a large domino's pizza and colin's over here i'll have like my mother's squash they're like sir you're just gonna have to die that's everything fried right i mean you know colin i like to say that every meal i eat i'm on my deathbed i'll take fried chicken fried rice (laughs) hey looking over all of these masters champions dinners there's two that stands out as what i would say is colin's probable favorite menus okay we're gonna go back to bubba watson back in 2013 all right he starts with a traditional caesar salad Grilled oh, yeah. ch- grilled chicken breast with green beans, mashed potatoes, corn, macaroni and cheese, and cornbread. His dessert was confetti cake with vanilla ice cream. That was Bubba like Watson that. in 2013. That's pretty, that's pretty spot on. That's he a did, southern boy right there. He did the exact same menu again in 2015. And then here we go. Zach Johnson. That's Brant's boy. Yeah. Brant, I know you're listening. Back in 2008, all Zach Johnson's menu says is Iowa beef and Florida shrimp. That's it. You going to eat that, Colin? Uh, I'll eat the shrimp. <laughs> Iowa beef. You wouldn't eat the Iowa beef? I'm sure that's good, know. right? So are you literally – you get to tell them what you want and they have to have it? Or do yeah. they have a oh, large yeah. menu? Oh, no, man. You okay. like, it's, right. it's specialized. Oh, ty- no, this is good for Colin. Tiger Woods, 98. Cheeseburgers, chicken sandwiches, french fries, and milkshakes. <laughs> absolutely all day yeah oh sounds like the tiger strip to the white house oh it does (laughs) was that when he was 18 yeah yeah that was after his first win first one yeah pretty good good. hey do y'all know what it takes to get into the master's field anybody know this off the top you know i mean we got some super fans out there and you know full disclosure which uh, we're not shocking anybody i mean we're not some kind of uh, experts at the Masters, even though we're having a Masters episode, we just really enjoy the tournament. I, matter of fact, going back to our sports episode where we rank our top five sporting events, 
I know for a fact I had the Masters in my top five. Did you guys did. have have it in your top five? I um, did. I can't. I don't think I did. Yeah. Well, I love it. I'll be honest with you. I, to me, it's crazy because growing up, I was like, "How could my dad sit here and watch golf?" Like you, once the once the ball's gone, like you have to follow it in the air, and then it like never made sense. Now I promise you. <laughs> my boss hopefully he's not listening thursday and friday one of my screens is going to have the masters on and i promise you my butt's going to be planted on the couch for the majority of that weekend it's it's there's something about it man it's just comfortable like you can lock in and you can get into it and i don't know man over the past probably gosh five to seven years like i'll watch golf over nba i'll watch golf over a lot of pro sports yeah i'm with you man it's one of those sports that not that my wife is gives me a hard time about sitting and watching any sporting event. I mean, she's super cool about it. Uh, anything I want to watch, I mean, she's cool with it being on TV. But the Masters is on at another level. She doesn't care anything about golf, but she pays attention to the Masters, right? I mean, it deserves that respect of just your casual golf fan. They know what the Masters is. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a testament. Yep. All right. Hey, well, listen, let's let's draft our team here and we are going to have a competition, right? We're going to have our our competition. Me, Christian, Todd, Colin, Brant's going to be competing, too. He's going to have the top five world ranker world ranked golfers that are left on the list that don't get drafted. We're going to do a total score at the end of the week. We're going to let a, I think we're going to throw out a Twitter poll maybe to see what the loser has to do. Um, oh, hopefully, yeah. Colin's going to have to get a forehead tattoo or something like that. <laughs> maybe he's going to have to sing a Miley Cyrus song and post it to Twitter. I'm not really oh, quite boy. sure. Maybe Buzz, maybe go zero <laughs> guard. I don't we're know. assuming maybe- Colin's going to lose this, right? That's just the foregone conclusion. That's right. Yep. That's what we're. He's going to have to use condiments. I don't lose many of these contests on here. I agree. You don't. You do a good job. But you know what? It's a different, different week, buddy. It's coming. Taking that. You have a random draft generator tonight, Kev? Uh, No, I don't. Um, But read it. No, but let's just for time's sake, let's go ahead and let Todd get the very first pick Todd I like get the, hey and listen just for my screen we can go like this if y'all are cool with it um we'll go with Todd with pick number one Colin pick number two I'll have pick three Christian you'll have four and five and we'll snake it snake like it. that all right let's do it that? so Todd to, to start it off you know what I have to say number hear it. one <laughs> the so number one pick in the draft <laughs> So I'm not much of a golf expert, but, um, you know, I do love to watch the Masters, especially that Sunday afternoon, come in after church, get on the couch to spend the afternoon and watch a little golf, maybe take a little nap there in the middle. But I'm going to take with the first pick, I'm going to take, let's see here, I'm going to go with Bubba Watson. Bubba Watson, Georgia Bubba boy. Okay. Okay. That's nepotism, Todd. Uh, his only his only uh, negative factor is he's a UGA guy, but um, you know I'm going to take him. Won this thing a couple times, and I believe he's going to do well this year. Hey, he's ready to bring that f- confetti cake and vanilla ice cream and <laughs> mac and cheese back. Why not? All right, Bubba Watson, the number one overall pick. Man, what a pick! Plus sixty five hundred in Vegas, Todd. I like your odds. Did not see that coming. <laughs> 
So uh, I guess I will take the uh, current Masters favorite, number two ranked player in the world, John Rahm. Good pick, Colin. Anything other than you just feel like, hey, that's where I have to go, especially early on. I'm just going to play the odds. Hey, do you pull for John Rahm? Not really. I feel I feel myself I pulling pull for, for the guy because yeah. he's out of shape, and he feel I feel like I could be that guy. I'm with you on that, yeah. But but he's probably <laughs> he looks like it, but I'm sure he's not right. You see him no, in person, sure he's probably he's just like right. ripped. That's right. All right, Colin. Similar to you, my first pick, number three overall. Don't like the guy. Made my top five least favorite athletes is Jordan Spieth, but I got to take him right plus twelve hundred. The second favorite, I guess you could say, if that is a, a a thing. But Jordan Spieth, the third overall pick for me and my first pick. Jordan Spieth, if he can stay out of his head, I mean, we know how good he is. So, can't blame you there. Big Under Armour guy, too. You should like that about him. Oh, yeah. Hey, Under Armour over Nike. Todd, do you have any thoughts on that? Under Armour over Nike? Yeah, on gear. Oh, no, man. I'm a Nike guy. All the way. Okay. So here's the thing, fellas. I root for golfers based off of like, if I think they're cool, like, oh, that guy's got cool hair or, oh, that guy's got a mustache or, oh, that guy dyed his hair blonde and everyone hates him. Love it. So I get two picks here. So coming in at pick number four, I'm going to go with the guy who's playing really hot right now. Young gun with the sweet head of hair and a sweet mustache. Give me Cameron Smith. Uh, I'm going to say he's not from America, right, guys? Uh, Australia. My- the Aussie. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah you know. We're going to uh, go down under for this pick. You know, we like, uh, you know, you just kind of hit the Lumen little onion white, and cheese fries. You just hit the white ball with a little, <laughs> little club, you know. You just stick it out there. Look, I mean, the guy, I've been pulling for this guy. He's He's with this, like, young group of elite guys that's always up there. He won a tournament few weeks back um and so i'm gonna roll with him man i like these guys who are like playing hot this year like to stay up in the leaderboard so that might be a stretch i know there's a lot of good guys on the on the board here but that's what a snake draft is all about so coming at number four mr cameron smith plus 1400 according to the vegas odds which is about fifth down the list so four after rom two after speed but i like it let's let's go dark horse all right, like guys. You like that? Anybody yeah, I else? I do. Cammy it's Smith? Pick. It's a good pick. All right. I like it. Well, guys, in snake draft fashion, that means I get pick number five, first pick of the second round. And against better judgment, because there's still other guys on this board, and I don't think any of you guys want to pick him, but I've been pulling for this guy. He's, in my opinion, the lesser of the two evils in his beef that he has out there. Uh, he is the real Slim Shady. Give me Brooks Kepka. Plus 1,800 right now uh, to win, but he's a top 10. He's either going to do very well or he will not make the cut. And I'm just going to risk it because he's a guy I'm going to pull for the first couple of days. And if he ends up blowing it up, well, fellas, you'll find me on social. Go ahead and shave the dome. Give me Brooks Kepka with pick number five. All right. Like two, yeah, two bangers right there. Cameron Smith, Kepka. 
All right, here we go. Sixth overall in my second pick. This is pretty easy pick for me. We're going to go with the 21 Open champion, the 21 British Open champion, Colin Morikawa, currently ranked third in the world at plus 1,200. I like his chances this week. Colin Morikawa. Disappointed, Kevin. Why is that? Did you, <laughs> Colin did you, wanted did Colin. You want trying, to, trying to stick together. <laughs> um, hey, he does a double L, though, Colin. And plus, you do a double E. Your name's Colleen, not Colin. Fair enough. I am going to go with, against my better judgment, I'm going to go with Dustin Johnson, uh, seven overall. Hey, uh, EJ, Coastal Boy. Hey, listen, uh, you think of mind if, uh, you know, I get me one of them pimento cheese sandwiches at the turn? Is that a Charles Barkley impression? <laughs> Listen, Wayne <laughs> Gretzky uh, is going to come slap shot you, Kevin. That's Dustin Johnson, boy. <laughs> That's terrible. Terrible. That's terrible. Oh, gosh. Hey, DJ, South Carolina boy. Let's go. DJ, go DJ. All right, All right. guys. I'm going to go with Rory McElroy uh, with my pick. Uh, I was reading up something on him earlier. He only needs a master's win to, to have a grand slam. And so uh, somebody I've always kind of pulled for a little bit when watching the masters. So we'll go with Rory at uh, number eight. No pressure there. I mean, Rory needs it, right? But I feel like there's that pressure. He's got the talent and maybe he's due, Todd. This could be it. Hey, Zach Johnson hasn't been picked yet, has he, right? No, he is not. Brant's favorite. Oh, this is perfect. <laughs> Subbing in for Brant. I'll take him. Oh, all right. I'll take him. All right. So you're going Zach Johnson, third pick, ninth overall. Yeah, I'll take Zach Johnson uh, just uh, for Brant's sake. All right. I like that little needle. Hey, former Masters champion, though, right? When did he win it? Didn't he win it? I think he won it. Yeah, he yes, won he it. He is a past champion. Yeah, 07, I believe. We talked about his Iowa beef and Florida shrimp. Colin's been, been that <laughs> long. Oh, seven. Let's just say his better years are behind him. But Todd, the lowest score wins. You know that in golf, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm on a roll with these picks anyway. And perfect. you can't shave your head for the bet, Todd. That doesn't count. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I can't wait for him to pick Dean Burmester next. <laughs> Taylor Gooch is still available. All right, with the tenth overall pick, my third pick here in round three, I am going to take Justin Thomas, fourth best overall odds, currently rated as the seventh best player in the world. JT, love it, love JT, man, he's smooth, dude. Also sponsored by Grayson Golfware. If you haven't tried a Grayson Polo before, it would make Peter Millar. Look like Peter Pillar. Is it as good as Under Armour? I mean, that's what we Better need to. Than Under, but it's way more expensive. So. That's right. Uh, Under Armour, the budget brand, right? That's right. That's right. Yes. No, that is and one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Number eleven overall. This is tough. This is where I feel like it. It I, you can go several different ways. I got a. I got a few folks. I'm kind of eyeballing here and I think I'm going to go I think I'm going to go with Cantlay Patrick 
Cantlay, current number five world ranking. Man's had a strong, strong last couple of years, currently at plus 1,800. I'm going to say Cantlay with my number three pick, number 11 overall. Yeah, that's a good pick. That's a can't. good value. That's good value right there. Very good. Almost as good as the number 12 pick that you should have chosen, and that is my pick. He's my third rounder, Xander Shoffley. And I love this guy, Xander, man. Cool name. Uh, I think Clemson Tom named his kid Xander, so that's pretty cool. Shout out to Clemson Tom. Just a really cool guy. Hashtag friend of the pod. I've been following him. He's another one of those young bucks who's been like inching towards a win. And I just feel like he's always so close that this could be one where he's right there in the mix again. So give me Mr. Xander Shoffley plus 1800 odds right now, a top 10 potential to win it, I believe. So uh, yeah, give me him. Yeah. I'm, I'm feeling pretty good right now. So that's closing out the third round with a little Xander Shoff. Dude, don't you know in like fifth grade, he thought he was an absolute boss with his name starting with an X. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> You think that was yeah. ever his nickname? Like, yo, just call me X. <laughs> X gonna give it to you, is what he said. Uh, you know, what's <laughs> funny, though, guys, I've already made up a name for my team. I don't know if you guys are going to oh. do that or not. Ooh, that's a good it idea. Is killing, next level. Killing me, Shoffley. That's, <laughs> <laughs> I've like been that. sitting on that one for a while. I haven't like been able that. to use it, so... All right, fellas. Well, let's snake this bad boy right around. Um, so that was pick 12. So coming in at pick 13, this is going to start fourth round here. And man, I got some decisions to make here because I, I really don't want to go with Kepka's brutal enemy, the guy who's busting out of his Puma shirts. So I'm just in a little bit of a pickle. And when I'm in a pickle, I go for youth. Now, this guy is very young, maybe the youngest. This one could bite me in the rear. But this kid reminds me of Colin, a.k.a. the caddy from Happy Gilmore, Mr. Will Zalatoris, right now sitting at 3,300 plus 3,300 odds. Uh, but he's still like a top 20 uh, potential guy. I'm going to go all in with this kid and say, you know, while he probably won't win, I like his chances to come back and be like a top 10 finisher. So... Uh, hit me with a little Will Zalatoris, man. Dude, this was the equivalent of the Fred Claus last week with the Vince Vaughn movie draft. I Seriously? Was I was did taking, I steal it from you? I was oh, taking dear. Will Zalatoris. That's disrespectful. I'm so sorry, Kevin. It's like I'm in your mind man. right now reading your sheets. Dude, how about that guy just coming on strong last year and all of a sudden, yeah, just a household name. Will Zalatoris. Love it. How about the last year? How about the 21 Masters champion still on the board, Hideki Matsuyama, but not been feeling Don't trust him. You know, he is he's pretty solid, you know, year year after year at Augusta, but I'm, I'm still not ready to, to pick him. Listen, just because he's on the board, I feel like, golly, man, there's two that I can't believe are still on the board. Uh, I got to figure out which one it is that I want to take. I was going to take Zalatoris. I feel like my 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 deep deep sleeper pick is going to be back around when I when I get there. So I'm going to take Mr. Happy Boy Victor Hovland, current number four ranked player in the world. I think he's from Norway, if I'm not mistaken. Victor Hovland plus 1800. I'm going to take him as my number four 
overall pick. Number 14, excuse me, number 14 overall in my fourth pick, Victor Hovland. I like that pick, Kevin. Victor. Uh, It makes my decision really easy. I will take the current number one player in the world, Scotty Scheffler, at 15th overall. That's that's wild too, isn't it? He's been up there every tournament. I mean, like, that's – I'm surprised he's still on the board. I just – I don't like to see him win. I just, I don't like his style. I don't know. It's just me. It's a personal thing. I'm with you. Hey, All right, I'm gonna go. you had to. Had to. Go with the 16th and 17th picks here as we stake it back around. I'm going to take Bryson DeChambeau at number 16. That's value. Uh, Good pick. Yeah, you know, renew that little feud, hopefully this year. That was that was <laughs> great last year, right? Yeah, it's oh, yeah. Um, Yes, good good TV, good TV. And then I'm going to take your boy that you were talking about a minute ago, Mr. Hideki Matsuyama at number 17. It, you know, it would be disrespectful okay. if we didn't pick the current champion in, in a pick with 20, yeah. right? I mean, And all of our fans in China would not be happy with us either, right, Kevin? Uh, J- Japan. I'm sorry. I'm not good at geography or math. <laughs> Hey, we listen. There are some folks somehow or another that like the Power Five podcast out in Japan. How did they find us? Not really quite sure, but Kim Jong Un. Uh, every every week we somehow get downloaded out there. Probably All a right. virus, but we'll take it. That's right. It had to be my influence on episode sixty. That's right. That's right. Of course, it was. They're like, "Is this what American men look like?" We have got <laughs> to listen. <laughs> uh, yes. Hey, good pick. Hideki, 17 overall. Come on. So have you closed out your five, Todd? Yes. Yes. Who's, who's on your I'm list? Dead. I want to hear it real quick. Yes. What's that? I just want to hear your five to make sure I don't steal any. Uh, Bubba at number one. Okay. Rory, Zach Johnson, okay. Bryson DeChambeau, and Hideki Matsuyama. Oh, well, that turned out just fine, Todd, for a guy who's not like in the golf world right now. Solid. Not hey, a bad not at all. Do y'all remember last year when Hideki won? He was walking up the 18th fairway. He had it had it in the bag already at this point in time. Anyways, I can't remember exactly how it played out on the green. He probably two-putted for par. But do y'all remember the caddy tipping his hat to the course and, like, bowing out of respect oh, yeah. to the I course? I thought that was so cool when, when he had done that, just out of respect to, again, Augusta National. I tend to Very pull cool. for Hideki. I like that. I thought it was the guy Hideki Matsui. That's why I messed up on that one. Same guy, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> he retired from his baseball career, right? That's right. That's Yankees. what I thought. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> All right. With my final pick, 18th overall, I will go with the 11th ranked player in the world. Uh, he's got plus 4,000 odds. I'm going to go with Sam Burns. Man, I'm glad you didn't get my guy. I thought you were going with with my guy. So, yes. All right, Sam Burns. All right. All right, here we go. Yep, here's – I said this was a deep sleeper. It's really not. Year in, year out, he tends to play really, really good golf at all the major championships, and that's going to be Louis Oosthuizen, right, former Masters, South African you know, they they go they talk. I don't know how they talk. No, no, Kevin, it's oh Miss Elizabeth. It's Louis <laughs> Louis. 
that is hey, your default setting, Kevin. It is. It is, man. Just that right there got me a little, uh, little scratchy throat. But yeah, Louis <laughs> Louis Ustazen, nineteen overall, fifteenth ranked in the world, plus four thousand. I like his chances. I like it. I like it, Kevin. You guys left my guy on the board here. And again, I told you, I, I go for guys that like I want to pull for. And I'm going to creep down the board a little bit for number 20, my fifth and final pick. There are a few guys who are probably more bang for your buck, better value. But I'm going to go ahead and grab this guy. He is always up there. Now, there's potential he slips in a – in a sand trap and twists his ankle, but I'm going to, I'm going to say that luck does not see that happen this year. And that is Mr. Tony Finau. Big fan of this guy's game. I think of him as like a little tiger, even though that's not his game. Obviously I just, uh, I like the pool for the guy. So rounding out my team, number 20, fifth rounder, final pick, Tony Finau, Mr. Irrelevant. Oh, Hey, Chris Vernon. I like that pick. Chris Vernon's got a nice little clip of Tony Finau on uh, that's what's going on in Augusta. Yeah. Tony Finau, we be now. Tony Finau, we be now. Two wonder. hilarious. It's it's absolutely hilarious. It's fantastic, dude. Five just banger teams tied. Let's review Bubba Watson, Rory. Zach Johnson, Bryson DeChambeau, Hideki Matsuyama, Colin, you got John Rahm, DJ, Justin Thomas, Scheffler, and Sam Burns. I mean, we're just going chalk here. Then I've got Jordan Spieth, Colin Marikawa, Cantlay, Victor Hovland, Louis Ustazen, and then CJ, CG, I can't speak. CG, you got Cameron Smith, Brooks Kepka, Xander Shoffley, Will Zalatoris, and Tony Finau. Man. I like it, man. I mean, that's 20 yes. good golfers right there. It's 20 good golfers. But the thing is, you know, I feel like every year at Augusta, you're going to have some random dude, right? Like Alex Noren or Eric Van Ruyen or Christian Bezenhut, whoever these guys are, right? They just somehow finds their way on the, the leaderboard. And the, the key, though, is, is can they put four rounds together? And that's where you see these just – tried and true solid augusta golfers you know your your louis your bubba watson your speeths that are just always right there putting solid rounds together hey can i say a name that i just want to see on the leaderboard at some point tiger i've said it five times it is taylor gooch <laughs> hey branson out a tweet the other day <laughs> branson out a tweet the other day about Kevin Kisner being one of the most likable guys out there. I agree and nobody with responded. That. Well, <laughs> I, I didn't respond to it, but I agree with the with the tweet, though, man. I tend to like Kevin Kisner a lot. Is he a Greenville native? I like him, too. I don't know where Aiken. Kevin Kisner's from. Aiken. 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 He is. Okay, he's a South Carolina guy, obviously. and yeah. So he's got to have that Southern charm. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, love it, dude. I'm uh, ready for a little Masters action. Me and little, Todd are going to win this thing. You guys yep. are going to be shaking your domes. Dude, looking forward to it. It's going to be fantastic. I think we've been teasing like 90s rock for a couple weeks now. Maybe we'll get to it for episode 64. Maybe. Maybe maybe not. My list we'll is not going to change. It's you in know what? Stone. Mine's ready to go, too. I'm not going to 
mess with it. I got my five ready to roll. I've got a number of – I've been listening to Pandora for about a week, and I'm just screenshotting songs. So I've got a number of screenshots that I'll eventually sit down and kind of start to sort through. I just want to hear Colin do a Green Day impression when he ra- when he ranks like Welcome to Paradise or Basket Case. Right. Never heard of <laughs> no, You've never heard of Green of Day? I've heard of Green Day. I've never heard of those songs. <laughs> Look, Chris. it's hard because you're going to leave some people off. But my wife and I literally last week, it was probably 11 o'clock after we did the pod recording. And I was going through songs and I was like, is this a top five? She's like, no. She's like, there are songs that you can say were good, not great, great, not top five. When you're talking top five, those are stand the test of time. And so there are not a lot of one hit wonders. These are bands that like thrived and some of which are still in existence. That's how good these bands were in the 90s. So I'm excited, man. I mean, it's going to be good. Todd, you're going to have to shoot us your five, whether you're on the pot or not. Yeah, I'll shoot them to you. I have to figure that out, though. There's a lot of good music, man. Man, there is. There oh, yeah. is. Well, listen, so. thanks for thanks for pinch hitting again for us tonight, man. We really enjoy it. You're welcome anytime. You always do a solid job. And, yeah, we'll be back next week, episode 64. Hope everybody enjoys the Masters. Hope everybody enjoys watching Duke losing the Final Four, which, you know, that's already happened hopefully by now. I'm not quite sure. When this thing they're playing drops, tonight though, and they're going to win. That's right. Against Kansas. Hopefully North Carolina beat them by like 50 already. Shut up, Kevin. Hey, thanks for listening to the Power 5 podcast. We appreciate everybody's support and download. Keep it up, and we'll see you next week. If you've got master's tickets, send the Power 5 pod. We'd love to go. Say goodnight, Kevin. Hey, listen, so I thought we were drafting, like, all-time masters. So, uh, <laughs> so, so, you, had, so you, had, you had Tiger Woods, you had Jack Nicklaus, all those guys? Oh, yeah, all those guys. <laughs> so that's one of the reasons why I took Bubba Watson first, because I, like, panicked. I was like, what the crap? So, anyway. Listen, I like your chances. At least you didn't say Taylor Gooch. I was like, Bubba, number one. All right. Listen, that might be the intro to this thing behind the master's music. It might be you saying, listen. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) Todd, there's only one guy that you're not allowed to pick. Who's that? Who's nuts? (laughs) (laughs) I think that should be the the opener. (laughs) Yeah.